0: Today's special edition of the Gaucho 9 podcast is brought to you by our friends at Kyle's Kitchen. I hope you've been going to see Kyle this summer at any of his locations in Santa Barbara, eating the, the crispy chicken sandwich, having those french fries, and maybe an adult beverage or two. But uh, we want to thank Kyle for his continued support of Gaucho Athletics and Gaucho Baseball. Go see Kyle's Kitchen in Goleta or Santa Barbara. All right, that's right. This is a special edition of podcast. It's a draft recap and summer ball update. We've got Michael McGreevy, first round pick of the St. Louis Cardinals, eighteenth overall, going over his wild week when he was selected in the first round at the beginning of July. And then we talked to Leo Mosby, who's up in Portland, finishing up the summer in the West Coast League. They're fighting for a playoff position, and Leo is having a, a tremendous Summer with the bat uh, and with the glove. So that's what we talked to you here on this special edition of the Gaussian I'm podcast. Team returns mid-September for fall ball, so we'll have some more stuff on tap uh, about the, the the coaching staff, the new players. Uh, we'll have some fun this fall with the Gaussian I'm podcast. But uh, I am your host, Kevin Cannon. Let's get to our interviews with Michael McGreevy and. Leo Mosby, here on this special edition of the Goucher 9 Pod. It's one of the most beautiful views of any campus in America. The Pacific Ocean crashing against the shores of UC Santa Barbara every morning, noon, and night. Here's the one-strike pitch and Mitchell belts us to deep left. Cabrera is going to watch it fly. He's at the track. He's at the wall. He leaps at the wall, and this one is out of Here. Christian Curley, Gauchos are going to Omaha. Can you believe it? John Newman wins it for the Gauchos in the is Here comes Mitchell. He's going to score, and the Gauchos are the 2019 oh, champions of the Big oh, All right, today on the Gauchos and Podcast, kicking off a new season of the Gaucho 9 podcast, and we have uh, an exceptional guest, a right-handed pitcher, former Gaucho. In his career, he made 49 appearances, 20 starts, 16 and three record, six saves. He had one complete shutout, threw 189 in the third innings in a Gaucho uniform, struck out 194 batters, walked just 31, and he had a career ERA of 2.33. He was a 2019 freshman All-American, a two-time first-team All-Big West, a third-team All-American in 2021. He was the fourth Gaucho pitcher to record 15 strikeouts in a game. That was this year against Cal Poly. And in 2021, he was second in the NCAA in strikeout-to-walk ratio, 10.45. And, of course, he was a first-round pick, 18th overall by the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, Gaucho fans, please welcome Michael McGreevy, St. Louis Cardinal Michael McGreevy. What's up, dude? Not much, Kevin. We should just stop the podcast right there after listening off all those accolades. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> they're they are uh pretty shiny. Accolades, yeah, I will goodness.
1: say, it just kept going.
0: <laughs> Although, the, you know, Rod, Rodney, he's he's got some numbers to compete with that. He doesn't have the first round pick mark, but. He's got some decent numbers. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's got, a, he's got a couple more strikeouts than me. Trust me. I I know. I know. He he snuck up on me in 2021 with the the season strikeout total. I'm like, ah, damn, he beat me. But you know, it's okay.
0: Well, we, we talked about that. We did. The season. We, did. We, were, we were speculating, like, oh, if you get this many, you have this many starts left, you know, you might you might sniff the, the Yoko Baitis record.
1: Yeah, I might, and then you know, <laughs> Rodney being the strikeout uh, menace he is, just blew right past me. <laughs> but I knew, I knew that was going to come. Honestly, I knew it was going to come. But it, it was nice to have the lead for a little bit.
0: You you were you were hanging on by a thread, and he he zoomed yeah. past you.
1: It's a, a thread, then Rodney cut that thread real quick.
0: <laughs> well, see, I, I I haven't talked to you since uh, since the regionals. We we texted a little bit over the draft. Uh, When that happens uh, in July, we are catching up with you a month after the draft, but uh, where are you at and how are things going uh, in your first three weeks, three, four weeks of pro ball? So right now I'm in uh, Palm Beach uh, slash
1: Jupiter, Florida. Right now I'm at the Cardinals um, spring training facility down here in Florida. Um, Been here about a month now, almost a month. And just kind of building me back up a little bit. I mean, I took time off um, after the regional, you know, pitched uh, 102, 103 innings, something like that. So just want to give the the arm a break for the draft. And they've already sent some pitchers to low A, but they're kind of just building me and the other pitchers who threw a lot back up, um, just with a couple of bullpens here and there. Tomorrow I have my first live ABs uh, session, so it'll be good to face hitters again. Um, and hopefully on Saturday, I'll be able to pitch in a game, probably just the complex league game, like the FCL League. But, you know, I'm excited and it's been a really fun process being down here in Florida with the other draft picks.
0: Have you ever been to Florida before?
1: I have actually. I played in a U triple SA tournament. It was um, when I was in eighth grade going into my freshman year of high school. My mom thought, oh, oh that like, was wild. It- yeah. Yeah, a long while ago. She's like, oh, like, let's just have you try out for this team. It'll get you kind of, like, acclimated to high school what that tryout's going to be like, and, like, what you think you need to do to compete with, like, better players. And my mom had no idea. Like, she didn't think I was going to make it or like that because, like, oh, it's a, this big trip to Florida. And we're watching, like, they have this little, like, radio show. And, like, they, like, announce the teams. And then it's like, oh, Michael McGreevy. And we're like, whoa, what the heck? Guess we're going to Florida. And she's like oh wow so we ended up making like a little family vacation out of it and going to disney world after so this isn't my first time down here but it's the longest i've been down here for sure that's the uh that's the
0: youth florida experience yeah. you go to disneyland yeah. you play some yeah. ball yes yeah. good stuff how's the uh how's the weather is it cooperating are you getting used to it I mean, yeah, it's for a the, lot different for the most part i mean any
1: weather, uh, you go to after sunny Santa Barbara with no humidity is going to feel like kind of like a drag, but, uh, got off the plane, stepped outside of the airport. I'm like, wow, it is humid here. And it's kind of, I think that's kind of the kicker for me. Like it's, it's not like stupid hot. It's maybe like 85, 90, which is nice. Um, but the humidity definitely takes it out of you, but I've been getting used to that and stuff like that. So it's, it's definitely easier um than the first couple of days, that's for sure. And it rains about every day at three o'clock. And yesterday morning, um, we've had back to back off days now. And I woke up and it felt
0: like there was a huge thunderstorm right above us. I woke up,
1: whoa, what, what's that?
0: And they got you they got you holed up in a in a hotel. Yeah, the hotel. we talking um, like like double tree, like yeah, Hilton Honors.
1: I'm in the double tree. Um, yeah double tree on pga boulevard i did not bring my clubs unfortunately i mean
0: like the golf capital of the world how could you how could you yeah <laughs> um you yeah. went to florida with no golf clubs you're committed to your craft that's
2: what that is yeah.
1: yeah my, my dad's was- like my dad's like don't don't bring the clubs down your first couple months out there just not just yet. Wait. like finish out the season down there come back to school and then next when you're in a when you're an affiliate team then bring your clothes wherever you go
0: Pretty so these, these live hitters tomorrow are they like fellow draft picks or are they guys that are rehabbing or in like low a stuff like that it's all the
1: complex league guys so all the hitters that were drafted are all on uh on the palm beach team so they played with tommy jew yeah. um for a little bit and tommy just got promoted to high a and peoria So stoked for him. And I saw him only once. So we texted him like, Hey, congrats, man. He's like, Oh, I would have loved to hang, actually got to hang out. But my time here was kind of short. I'm like, dude, go kill it up there. But I think it's going to be all the complex league guys that I'm facing. So it's a lot of, um, guys from like the Dominican Republic, Venezuela, stuff like that. All the the 17 and 19 year olds that have been playing with the Cardinals since they signed at 15 years old. So it'll be a cool experience for sure.
0: A little different than, than Goucher live hitters. Yeah. Probably going to be slightly bit. different. A <laughs> little bit. Okay. Let's, let's, uh, flash back to postseason and finishing up at UCSB and leading up to the draft. And this year is a little different because the draft was after the mm-hmm. conclusion of the world series. So it wasn't like during regionals, uh, or supers. I think it was during supers, uh, previously. So yeah. you had a little time after the season to kind of decompress. And I don't know what kind of preparations you make for the draft, but we knew that you were going to potentially be a, a first-day selection. So, like, did you get wind that you were going to get picked? Like, you were on MLB Network. Like, yeah. how did all that stuff work out to where there was uh, press calling you? And, like, when did you find out that you were a Cardinal officially? Did you get yeah, it so- up or was it, like, right when they called your name on tv you were like oh i'm a cardinal yeah so the way it
1: worked on the draft um i got a call saying like hey here's the deal like cardinals 18th uh brown pick um are you ready it's like and i'm like oh yeah i'm ready and it was literally like two minutes before the pick oh wow two minutes, two minutes before the pick, and it was nuts and so i had like a kind of had a small draft party because like, I wasn't sure like if I was going to go first round or second round and the second round being was on day two. So I didn't want to have like a ton of people. So I inv- I told my friends like on my high school baseball team, I'm like, Hey, like come around like six 30, like the draft, sh- it started at like three 30 or maybe four or something like that. I'm like, Oh, like the first round will be over by then. So if I'm picked, yay, like we'll have, like, we'll hang out, like we'll have some fun, something like that. And if I don't get picked, still come over and we could just say like we could celebrate that it's going to happen and me being me i totally forgot how long the draft takes It's five minutes between each pick and so everybody had already shown up by like the 10th pick so we all saw rocker go uh to the mets and i'm like well damn this is gonna be really awkward if i don't get picked in the first round like "Ooh, sorry mike maybe next it's gonna happen tomorrow but I get the call, everybody's looking at me, like, oh, who is that? Who is that? I'm like, I think it's about to happen. So we all um stand by the TV. I have my laptop set up, um, MLB network is like, hey, we want a live look in to the house. So I set up like a Zoom camera and stuff so they can get like me and my family and friends' reactions. And the commissioner said my name and the house just erupted. And it's a feeling I'm never gonna ever forget for the rest of my life. It was crazy.
0: No, it's, it's amazing. It's like a a, a dream come true. I mean, as cliche as it sounds, it's a dream come true,
1: right? One hundred percent. Like it almost didn't even feel right that the commissioner said my name. Like it's like you dream about it, like you want it to happen, but at the same time, it's like did that just happen?
0: I was in the the Funk Zone getting a lunch at the time with some former uh, gauchos. and it was the MLB draft was up on the the TV screen. It's like, oh look. There's McGreevy. And, That's and then you gotta go to work. Okay, we're we're posting, we're throwing this out. McGreevy's the first shot yeah. Boom, boom, boom. It's so yeah. like it was one of those like where were you when? Yeah uh, type moments. Same with uh when when Dylan was picked in, in fifteen. It was kind of a I still remember you. when uh Tate got picked because I was I was watching it and it's like you see Santa Barbara I'm like, huh?
1: Like Damn, like I've never really I didn't really think you Santa Barbara had a baseball team or because I didn't know a whole lot. I knew my, my uncle went there when he went to college, but when I thought Santa Barbara I never really thought baseball, and I kind of like, oh, that'd be kind of kind of a neat place to play baseball. Then
0: five, six years later, like Look where we are. Those look are, the, where we are now. the early origins of, of McGreevy coming to, exactly. to Santa yeah. Barbara. Uh that's great. Well, you you interviewed with uh so prior to the draft right you interviewed on MLB Network with uh, was that Adnan Virk uh, yeah and Dan O'Dowd
1: on the yeah. rundown
0: how, how are those guys oh it was awesome so they set
1: it up um, I, my mom's like wear a collared shirt you gotta look presentable I'm like all right all right <laughs> so I put it on and it was during commercially like, okay like the guy on MLB Network kind of like the producer say like, hey we'll like we'll buzz you in when it's ready and like it all of a sudden it pops up and the two guys are on the chairs like in studio 42 and they're like, hey Michael, how you doing? And I wasn't ready yet. I'm like, uh, 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 I'm doing good, how are you? And like, don't worry, we're not on yet. And I'm like, oh my God, thank goodness. <laughs> oh, God, I thought I was about to embarrass myself on national television. And then they brought me in and it was, it was like, and it was totally awesome. And they asked me about baseball for literally two minutes, and then we talked about Star Wars. And yep. I was like, no way is this happening <laughs> on national television. I had like, I thought I was gonna be talking about like breaking down my pitches, like how I wanted to sell myself to major league organizations. And then they're asking me if there's a princess layout there. It's like, oh my
0: goodness. <laughs> well, at, at the end of the day, you're still a kid, Mike. They, oh, I'm going to be a <laughs> they want kid. They want you to feel comfortable. Up there when you're on television for the oh, first time.
1: Totally, right. totally. But you know, talking baseball isn't comfortable for me. Talking Star Wars definitely is.
0: <laughs> were you're very charismatic. You look great on television and you sounded good on TV. And your family looked great. Fam look great on, on TV as well. So yeah, that was exactly. that was pretty cool. Sure so, hope but, there's more times we're gonna where I'm gonna be on TV. So you know, just
1: practicing absolutely. for practicing for the future.
0: Yes. Yes. Well, so so after the draft, so you get picked. What happens like next day? Because you're you wound up in St. Louis uh, for a Giants Cardinals game.
1: Yeah. Um, so the next day, I went to go work out. I just you know have my routine. I can't stray away from that. It's like I'd feel guilty if I took the day off just because. So I go work out with my brother at the facility um, I go to down uh, Orange County, and what do I do. I think I was still returning calls and text messages because my phone was still buzzing like crazy, um, which was nuts. Then that to the next Tuesday, I actually went up to Santa Barbara, uh, see some friends in Isla Vista. Uh, me and Schreier uh, drove up, hung out with Bryce, stayed the night. And then we drove back. Um, I saw Emma. I saw Emma in the training room. I actually had her uh, work on my arm. For a little bit. I'm like, can you check? Like, <laughs> Before I go out and like start my professional baseball career, can you check if my arm's good? And she's like, "You're all good. Don't worry." Um, so we drove drive back Wednesday. Thursday morning at three o'clock, we me and my family wake up. We drive down to San Diego Airport. We get on a flight to St. Louis. Um, they pick us up there. I have my family get to tour the city. They get to go out to like lunch and like. Get a nice little tour. This like drivers drive them all around. And my luck, me being the lucky one, gets to do all the physicals, medicals, paperwork. Oh, yeah. I didn't eat until eight o'clock that night at the hotel. <laughs> I was starving, and I it got to the point where like where we finally sat down for dinner, I was so hungry that I couldn't eat. Like I had starved myself the entire day. Like oh, this trip's going great. And like the nerves are setting in, like it's, I'm thinking to myself, like this is such a great opportunity, but I'm like, oh, am I ready? Like, I'm not sure, like feeling unsure about myself. And then the next day on Friday is the day we did the signing. So our hotel was right by Bush Stadium. So we're seeing it right there. And just being next to it is absolutely unbelievable. Like I've been to Petco Park my entire life and staying next to Bush Stadium was like, whoa, this is crazy. This is going to be like basically my new office for the rest of my career. Hopefully, I mean, love to stay a card my entire life. Um, but go in there, get all nice and dressed up, sign, uh, sign the contracts, everything like that. Um, went on field for BP, uh, met a couple of players, did interviews on the field, took some pictures, watched the game. And then the very next morning I'm out of there going to Florida. I'm out. And I'm like, I hug my family goodbye in the airport. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, this is real. Like, I gotta go. Like, no going back to Santa Barbara now. I gotta gotta start now. And it still feels real. Like it still hasn't hit me. Like it still feels like I'm in like a college atmosphere, just like hanging out with like guys from like all different colleges and stuff like that. And just getting to work every day. And I love it. And now I get paid for it. So it's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, payments probably nice. When, and they, they, they show you a little taste. They give you a little taste. There's the palm and circumstance. All right, here's our first round pick. Here's Bush Stadium. Here's uh Paul Goldschmidt and Adam Wainwright yeah. and uh, all the Cardinals. And then oh, yeah. all right, you're going to Florida and it's it's a long road ahead. But yeah, we, we were out, to out a long time ago. Yeah, yeah we, we were out to
1: dinner with the we were out to dinner with the scouting director and he's like, Look, Mike, Florida sucks. I'm gonna break it down to you. I'm like, Oh, geez, like that's like I thought you were supposed to be someone like, <laughs> I don't know. Trust me, you're gonna you're gonna hate it down there. You're gonna absolutely hate it. And I'm like, well, all the more reason to make
0: it up quicker. Just get out of Florida. Oh, it's good motivation. It's good Definitely. motivation. Other Definitely. than the 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 playing and the ball, the big ballparks and exactly. And the, exactly. And everything that goes in with being a professional baseball player. Well, Saint Louis is cool. My mom is from St. Louis. I've been to Bush oh, Stadium cool. many times. Uh even even old Bush. Old Bush okay. Stadium. I saw yeah. McGuire hit his 500th Homer. At wow. Stadium, which is pretty cool. That, is that, cool. that new ballpark is is pretty special. Pretty cool. like
1: just seeing the arch out um uh, like kind of like right center field. Like I was sitting up in a in a box during the game. I'm looking at it I'm like, damn, like that's just that's
0: beautiful. It's it's like it's just a perfect looking ballpark, and I love it. So are you gonna be okay wearing Cardinal Red? Was was your high school red?
1: Yeah, we were red, white, okay. and black. So, so like I've to gone the red, red and white to blue, white and gold to now back to red and white. And pow- we have some powder blue jerseys, which are super cool. Looking. Fire, so fire. I'm, a- I'm excited. To- I'm excited to wear those in the future.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we're, we're super stoked for you. Uh, it's, I- I've been telling everybody about McGreevy. I was playing golf yesterday with some, some of my old high school buddies. Like if you guys heard Michael McGreevy, he was a first round pick. You know, you, you gotta keep your eye out for for this guy. Uh, he's he's Bieber 2.0. Or, or I don't know if you're hearing that at all, but uh, people like comparing you to Shane just because of the 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 pitch repertoire and the and the lots of strikes. It's, it's not, not, a not a bad box.
1: comparison, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> strong comparison, strong yeah. comparison. Um, well, we'll let you go. One one last question is just like what what's the outlook for the rest of the summer? Like, what, what have they told you? What are you hoping for? And then you're probably coming back for uh, for some more school. Is that right?
1: Yeah, so um, Outlook for the rest of the summer. I, you know, live ABs tomorrow, hopefully game on Saturday. I'm not expecting to throw, like, a ton of innings. I mean, season's almost over for the minor leagues. Right. And stuff like that. Um, whether they send me to low A or keep me in the FCL league, it's up to them. They're the bosses. I'm just going to go out there and pitch my best. But I think, or like mid September is kind of when they said like okay like we're sending you guys home and stuff like that and um, still signed up for classes in the fall. I'm doing an internship uh, in the weight room actually, so nice. I'm working 15 hours a week for five credits. So I'm excited about that. So hopefully I'll be around the guys again, um, living with living in the same spot as last year with Willits, uh, Johnny, Schreier, Ang, those guys now Claussen. So I'm excited about that and just being finishing up school. I could graduate um, after this fall coming up. So that'll be one thing off the list and get that taken care of. And after that, it's all baseball and the Cardinals. I'm all the Cardinals and got nothing else to worry about.
0: Wow. So one one quarter left, and then you're yep. a UC graduate.
1: That's yeah, check awesome. it. check it's um uh, telling me to do all those summer classes really uh really worked off worked out. I should say.
0: he's a smart guy. He is, he is. He knows a bit.
1: He knows a thing or two.
0: <laughs> well, it, it, you're gonna really enjoy the fall. I know in in the past when we've seen players come back after being drafted and spending the summers in either Arizona or Florida or playing somewhere, and then coming back to the fall, like it really comes full circle as far as your Gaucho career. And then yeah. uh, you're gonna be able to wear the cap and uh, and graduate as a Gaucho and move on. So we're we're pretty stoked for that, and we're also stoked to see you uh, when you get back. Um, yeah. Excited to be back in the fall. So uh, enjoy the rest of your summer. Work hard as, uh, as you always do. Um, It's great to see your face. I can see that you're just excited beyond all reason. Like it's just, it's just pretty great. So yeah, um,
1: it's, it's surreal. I love it. I mean, I couldn't Santa Barbara has definitely got me to the point in my life now and I couldn't be more thankful.
0: Well keep it going. Uh, good luck with those live hitters and uh, and thanks for the time. Mike, try and stay dry out there. Yeah, I will. Thanks, Kevin. Michael McGreevy. All right, our next guest on the pod is a Portland pickle. He's not Mr. Pickle yet, but he might be Mr. Pickle uh, very soon because he's having a great summer uh, right now in 43 games. And believe it or not, they are still playing up there in the West Coast League. But 43 games and 158 at-bats, he is batting 354 with nine doubles, a triple, six homers, and 42 runs batted in. I think you can sprinkle in. Uh, A walk-off hit in there. We'll get to that. A walk-off hit and uh, seven stolen bases. But getting it done with the stick and getting some valuable ABs and some valuable time on the infield. But it's Leo Mosby. So uh, first time on the pod, Leo, uh, what's going on? You you enjoying Portland?
2: Kevin, yeah, thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, Portland's been good. Um, You know, they keep it weird up here. They keep it fun. But, yeah, I mean, uh, it's been good. Happy to be on the pod. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course. Of course. Uh, if you make noise in summer ball and we finally have, like, a, a full summer ball summer, because last year it was kind of here and there. Uh, there weren't really any full seasons, and you've gotten a chance to have the full experience. And so I'm curious to hear what the West Coast League is like. I know there's a couple other guys. Up there in the west coast league who are having good summers themselves nick vote being one of them with the uh corvallis knights and then uh david Tillotson, who's with the knights as well but shoot how do you feel with the stick i mean 354 i know you you tripled in your first at-bat as a gaucho and you got a triple for for the pickles but um how does it feel playing every day Uh, and being one of the leaders uh, on this Pickles team?
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, it it feels good. You know, um, playing every day is definitely a grind. But, uh, you know, after the first couple weeks, you kind of get used to it, just just rolling out there and getting it done. Um, But summer ball has been nice, just getting consistent at-bats, getting the work in that you need to. Um, and it's been really nice seeing, like, those guys, like you talked about, Nick Vote. I saw Tillotson, saw Tilly. Um, I'm about to see Oakley pretty soon here. A a bunch of other Gauchos in the West Coast League, so it's been a lot of fun seeing those guys so far. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the swing has been feeling good so far. So, uh, yeah, just just trying to keep it rolling here. I mean, we got a couple more games. I think we got a series here against Port Angeles. And then possibly playoffs, we're still in the hunt, so we'll see. I think some of the other guys are, are uh, already down in Santa Barbara, but we're still up here grinding out the rest of the summer, so we'll see how much further we go.
0: So in the West Coast League, there's a North Division and a South Division, five teams in each. Uh, I'm assuming that you play all all nine other teams at some point, but probably more in your in your own division. What do you have to do to make the postseason in the West Coast League? Because I think you guys are 24-21 and right now, tied for second place in the South. So what do you got to do to make the postseason?
2: Yeah, so we've played every other West Coast League team except for one. We didn't play Yakima Pippins. I don't know why, but uh, we've played everyone else. And so the first half winner uh, automatically clinches halfway through the season. So that was the Knights in our division, uh, Nick Votes team. And then um, for the second half, whoever has the best overall record in the division will get the, that other playoff spot. So kind of depending on how this last series shakes out. I know our division is way closer than the, uh, the other one. So we'll see if we end up getting in there. But yeah, it's the best overall record gets the second spot.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the standings in the South overall. So you're, you guys are tied with the Ridgefield Raptors, the Bend Elks at 24 and 21, and then Cowlitz Black Bears, they're 23 and 22. It's tight.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a tight, tight race here in the West Coast League.
0: <laughs> That's exciting. I mean, anytime you go play summer ball, like, yeah, you're doing it for your personal reasons. Like, you want to get ABs. You want to, if, if you didn't play much during the regular season, like, you're there to, to get your reps and get ready for, for the fall and fall. But it's nice when you sprinkle in some competitiveness in there where you're battling for a playoff spot and the at-bats matter. So that's got to feel good.
2: Yeah, no doubt. It's a lot of fun, too. You know, uh, it's like you were saying earlier, we're finally getting this full summer. Like last year I was supposed to go to Utah um, to play for the summer, and that just kept getting postponed because uh, of coronavirus and eventually canceled. So I'm really happy to just get a full summer, um worth of work in really and just you know see what i can do in a full summer so it's been it's been really nice
0: so what's the atmosphere been like uh, i've seen some videos uh you did hit a walk off home run that looked like a riot but what's the atmosphere like like what's the ballpark that you guys play in um what kind of travel have you been doing Are you guys busing places like what's the atmosphere been like
2: yeah uh well i'll start with our our home ballpark is called walker stadium um and what part, gotta, of, what uh, part of
0: Portland is it in?
2: Um, to be honest, it's it's near kind of like downtown area. It's probably about five yeah. minutes from downtown. Um, it's in Lentz Park. Um, and so you know they just keep it loose. That's the best way I can describe it. Um, we basically have a guy who is on the PA system the whole game, um, and he's kind of trying to you know, um not getting the other team's head, but you know, he, uh, he stays in the game.
0: him a little bit.
2: Yeah. He, he tries to rattle him maybe a little, but he keeps it fun. We got a, we got a pickle mascot walking around. Um, typically we get around like 2,500 to 3000 fans. Um, just they cheer pretty loud. They don't really, I don't know if they always understand what's going on, but they get real loud when, when action happens. So it keeps it fun. And they're, uh, you know, I don't think the other teams like coming to Portland too much cuz our fans are are pretty brutal. Um with the way they chirp the other team. So I feel kind of bad for them sometimes, but <laughs> I guess that's just what you get when you come to Walker Stadium.
0: Oh, that's great. I mean, you got to have that atmosphere. Uh, that's what makes summer ball fun. I was uh I was in Wisconsin doing a doing a baseball thing a couple of weeks ago. And I went to a Mallards game and it was kind of the same. Like it was in Madison and there was 2,000 people there. They got beer deck all kinds of food like food stands like it's just really fun like wholesome baseball atmosphere so i imagine that's kind of what it's like uh up in portland what are the what are the road trips like
2: yeah so uh we just got back from a trip to bend uh which was real fun that was a that was a real cool like vacation spot um the bus rides haven't been too bad really Um, i think the longest one we had was up to wenatchee washington which was like five and a half hours so we got done with that last game of the series it was a 705 start so i think we finished at like 11 um went to the grocery store got some food got on the road at 12 and then bus back to portland got in at 5 30 in the morning oh, that's um, so that, that was probably the <laughs> toughest uh bus ride but other than that it's been it's been pretty good i think we got back in last night at like 130 so that wasn't too bad compared to compared to five or six in the morning.
0: Yeah, um, Pacific Northwest. I know you're a San Diego kid. I don't know if you've yeah. ever been to the Pacific Northwest prior to the summer, but it's
2: it's pretty nice in the
0: summertime, isn't it?
2: Oh, so beautiful. I mean, I know that the viewers or the listeners of the pod, I should say, can't really see where I'm at, but I'm showing Kevin right now just the neighborhood I'm in. Like, it's covered in green trees. Um, and when I was, I actually drove up here from San Diego. And mm-hmm. once I got, got into like, um Mount Shasta Shasta Lake area I started noticing all the trees and like now I'm used to it but I know when I go back home it's going to be all brown and I'll be missing the greenery up here in the in the great pacific northwest
0: Yeah I know I've I've a vacation in bends they got they got lakes rivers do you guys spend leisure time out in the the wilderness or on on like a river doing floats lake activities yeah. stuff like that
2: yeah thankfully we uh our, our games weren't till like six so i think 605 starts, so we had pretty much the whole morning um and a little bit of the afternoon so we were able to walk down by the river uh, a couple guys floated the river yesterday um so that was really cool um and yeah it was just a good time we were right near the deschutes yeah um, so it was it was beautiful that's
0: a awesome really good time. that's awesome so yeah, your your first summer league experience, would you give it a a two thumbs up?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. It's been amazing. I I probably got the best host family I could possibly ever get. I mean, I don't know if it gets any better than this. They're always cooking me food and making sure I'm I'm good to go. Um got a great roommate, fantastic coaches and it, I mean, it's been just nothing short of amazing, really.
0: Where are the uh, majority of players from uh on the pickles? Is it kind of a uh, a smattering from all across the board, or is there like a primary source of where the players come from?
2: I'd say we have a pretty good mix. Um, we have, I would say it's mostly, uh, like Oregon and California guys, a Co- couple Washington guys, um, but most hometown hometowns are in Oregon or or California. So I've noticed. Okay. And then obviously these guys are playing, uh, you know, all over the place. We got um, guys going to Washington. Um, we had a University of San Diego guy, Wofford College, Arkansas State, Chico State, um, just to name a few. But we've got we've got a real good mix here.
0: Yeah, all over the place, and that's it's fun to play from with guys from around the country and get to get a feel of the landscape of, of college baseball. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, are you looking forward to coming back to Santa Barbara?
2: Oh yeah. I, I do miss the beach a lot. I actually, uh, I, I've gone out to the coast a couple of times um, just with my aunt who lives in Oregon city. So she's pretty close, but she drove me out to the coast and uh, the beach is just different here. You know, the, the water is ice cold and uh, it's not really the same. Can't catch any waves. So I'm looking forward to being back in Santa Barbara for sure. Still, when, still uh, beautiful. Comes.
0: Still beautiful beaches up there though. Big like it cliff, is. cliff coastline and all that stuff. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. yeah, it is beautiful. It's just different.
0: Just different. Yeah. I, I don't know if you made it down to Bandon. Probably not. That's kind of off the beaten track, but it's like golf paradise down there. Abandoned. Okay. So uh, I don't know if, if there's golf in your future, you need to, to keep that in mind.
2: <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll have to check it out on the way home. I'll be driving home here in, a, in uh, maybe a week or two. So I'll have to check it out.
0: Yeah. So you can take the uh, highway one,
2: I mean, it's, it's, Maybe it might, it might take
0: you a while. It might take you yeah. a while.
2: <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm trying to plan out the route. I mean, I could go along the coast, but it would be a be a couple extra hours. Definitely.
0: Well, we're, we're looking forward to, to having you back. Uh, we're looking forward to baseball getting started here. And I mean, you get a quick break. It's it's not a, a long break, but uh, but I'm sure you're you're itching to get going for for the fall. Get a, a couple weeks of rest under your belt, and then uh, get back to it. And we got. I know it's just it's a fun time of year when baseball comes back uh after yeah. summer ball but we're uh we're stoked for the success that you've had this summer i mean those are those are some pretty good numbers that that i read off uh, at the beginning i mean hitting over 354 uh six homers 40 rbis i mean that's almost an rbi game uh, if my math is right just under one rbi game so you're you're getting it done you you hitting like top of the lineup middle of the lineup where, where are you hitting Um list?
2: I had been hitting uh like around five or six, but we've been mixing it up. I hit leadoff for the first time uh <laughs> two to two games ago. Um I hit in the three hole the, the day after that. So we're getting we're getting a pretty good mix up here, to be honest.
0: Well, seven stolen bases, speed demon. So, top order, <laughs> I guess so. Not quite a uh, Nick Vote. He's got twenty three stolen bases this summer. Uh not quite up to to Nick Vote standards, but but that's pretty good. And then are you playing a third base.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I've been playing third, uh, how's, pretty much how, the whole summer. So it's been real nice.
0: How's that infield?
2: It's good enough. You know, it gets the job done. It's, uh, it's nothing like the way you take care of Caesar over there, but you know, definitely, uh, I look back and kind of about how I took the the Caesar hot corner for granted. Um, cause you take, a, you do a real good job with it, but you know, um, it's good enough for summer ball, you know, it's, it's but, nice.
0: <laughs> I appreciate that. What are, uh, are there a couple other cool ballparks? I mean, we know about uh, Corvallis, they play at Oregon state. That's a uh, turf. What are some of the other cool ballparks that are in that league?
2: Um, Yeah. I mean, the one that comes to mind is Corvallis. They play at Oregon state. Beautiful. Um, Bend was pretty nice. Um, just, it was in a real cool spot, kind of dry. It was like a desert. So, Actually, in our second game of the series, a bunch of smoke rolled in from the wildfires. So we could barely even see like what was going on. Um, but I mean that was kind of interesting. It was like a zombie apocalypse almost with how much smoke there was on the field. Um, but some other ballparks that were pretty cool. I liked going up to Wenatchee. Um, the ball flew really, real nice there. So I love I loved hitting there. That was fun. Um, but there's there's definitely some gems uh in the West Coast League.
0: Okay, last last question. Ask uh I wanted to ask. Walk us through the the walk off Homer.
2: Yeah. So uh it was actually an off day for me. So I didn't really think I was gonna play at all. Um I think it was the first first game of the series. Um, and you know, my manager kind of talked to me and let me know, hey, you can get in the day off, just rest your legs, be ready to roll tomorrow. So I'm like, all right, sounds good. But I knew that the game was close the whole way. I think they were up two um, going into the ninth inning and I just kind of had a feeling like I might, I don't know, I might pinch hit. Um, and you know, I got a a couple pinch hit at bats at Santa Barbara last year. So, you know, I was kind of feeling like I've been in this spot before, you know, like, um, but yeah, it was, uh, I think it was the half inning before we were going to hit. And my manager came up and said, Hey, you know, be ready to hit if we need you, you're going to go in. So I, I was like, all right, I'll be ready. So I got all my stuff on. I was just chilling in the dugout. Um, and then he called me up there. And <laughs> before I got up to the plate, he got, we, we were facing like a sidearm guy. And uh, my manager was saying, all right, he's going to have a little arm side run. So it's going to run in and just, you know, try to pull it and hit it out of here. Like, all right, man, sounds good. <laughs> so, you know, I walk up there. Um, he threw the first two pitches like almost at my head but I was able to time him up real nice. Um, and then that 2-0 pitch was just a fastball, um, middle up, and pretty much got all of it. So it was a good feeling. And then I had a, I had like a childhood friend that was at that game as well, so it was really cool to to hit that in front of them and have them see that.
0: First ever walk-off hit for Leo?
2: I think it was, yeah, that I can remember at least, yeah.
0: Picked a good time to do it. That's nice. Yeah,
2: Yeah, it was cool. Cool. Hopefully,
0: moment. hopefully we'll get a, a couple of walk off hits for Leo and his gaucho career.
2: Yeah, that's not good Forward to those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully I get the opportunity for that. That'd be awesome.
0: All right. Well, uh, I'll let you go. You said you got uh, your your host family treating you to dinner. That's pretty nice.
2: Yeah, I got the best host family out there. I'm telling you, Kevin.
0: Makes a difference. It really makes a difference in the experience. So
2: yeah,
0: uh, thanks for stopping by. Uh, glad you're doing well and keep keep swinging the stick. Hopefully you guys make the playoffs. It'd uh, be a good experience for you. And then uh, looking forward to seeing you back in Santa Barbara.
2: Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on, Kevin. Really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's Leo Mosby, rising sophomore infielder for the Gauchos. All right. Thank you to our great sponsor, Kyle's Kitchen. And thank you to our two guests, Michael McGreevy. Good luck in Florida. And Leo Mosby, hopefully they can make the playoffs and maybe take home uh, a trophy from summer ball. And we're looking forward to seeing both of those guys back on campus in the fall, one as a pro who's finishing up his studies and one as a rising sophomore who's uh, looking to make an impact with the Gauchos this year. But uh, we've got exciting stuff on tap. It's going to be a great fall. There's a lot of great players coming in. For the Gauchos, Uh, we just announced that Donegal Fergus, Coach Ferg, back with the staff. We'll try and get him on the podcast and have some fun. Donegal, always exciting to talk to, bringing in uh, some new energy and and renewed energy, I should say. But lots of Gauchos having success this summer. Uh, There were a couple names mentioned in the interview with Leo, but Nick Vogt playing with the Corvallis Knights. He's leading the team with 23 stolen bases. And uh, he's hitting above 300. Same with Nick Oakley, who is playing with uh, Port Angeles. He's hitting above 300. He's hit a, hope, a couple home runs, the Santa Barbara products. So is making an impact in the West Coast League, which is a, a fun league up in the Pacific Northwest. And then uh, David Tillotson coaching with the Corvallis Knights. If you listen to any of the podcasts this past year, heard a lot from David. He's having a great time coaching up there this summer. So that'll do it for this special edition of the and on podcast. Stay tuned to social media, Twitter, Instagram for any news on new podcasts coming out. But we kick up baseball in about a month. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, enjoy the rest of your summer. And we'll talk to you soon here on the and podcast.